Thank you, Anderson. Strong point and, yes, the most ignored point, but not here, not now. I'm Chris Cuomo. Welcome to Primetime from Washington. We should all be on the same page. We now know that Mr. Mueller found real interference and real wrongdoing and lying around the president and by the president. Even Speaker Pelosi said today, Mark, the quote, crossing of a threshold. So what threshold? What do we do about protecting our elections? And what will the Democrats do about this president, if anything? One thing for sure, it is past time to answer both questions and we will push for those answers. What does this mean for the president, for his reelection? We have a key member of the president's legal team here tonight. He says the case is closed. I say the biggest questions remain. What do you say? Let's get after it. All right, so what are the things that we should agree on at this point? Well, let's just start and finish with Russia meddled from the start. They want to do it again. Election protection must matter and doesn't right now. All right, what else? Now it gets subjective. Too many on the right, I would argue, are playing to this president and ignoring the basic truth of interference, or at least they're advocating inaction. Many of those closest to this president welcomed Russia's assistance in 2016. There was collusion, people trying to access Russian efforts and contact bad actors, not crimes, according to Mr. Mueller. There's a distinction. The president lied about what he did and said he continues to do so. Many in Trump world lied repeatedly. Maybe not crimes, for some it was, some are in jail. There were numerous detailed episodes that represent potential obstruction of justice. But Mr. Mueller clearly left it to Congress to process. The biggest concern is The right is expected to defend this president at this time, but ignoring what Mueller and their own intel folks say about Russia just to help the president, is that upholding their oath? Listen how to what the Trump campaign manager said today, and you heard its echo all day long. This was his statement. The entire spectacle has always been about the Democrats trying to undo the legitimate result of the 2016 election. And today they failed again miserably. It's now even more apparent that Democrats are completely consumed with their hatred of the president and their obsession with overturning the will of the people who elected him. Now, it's one thing for a campaign guy to spin it that way. But you heard that from a lot of members of Congress today. So how do we move forward from here? What is the case against this president and what should happen next to keep us safe? Two brilliant minds to take this on, Preparara Parara and Robert Ray. Gentlemen, thank you for being here. Let's start Great. with something I think we're going to agree on here. Russian interference. Do we all accept that it happened, that they want to do it again, and it's something that we need to have legislation and rules to protect against? Rob? Yes. Pre- yes, good. So good for one. how do we process this, um, what I saw today? Did you see it the same way, Robert, that... Um, The president conflates Russian interference with the legitimacy of his own win. I've argued many times on this show, I don't see it that way. He won the election, it's over, let it go. He's now got a new election. But you heard them today again and again. Where's the proof that the troll farms were connected to Russia? Where's the proof about WikiLeaks? You heard the president say WikiLeaks, oh, that's more fake news. Why resist the interference? Well, because it seems to be a substitute in the minds of many for, and even you did it in the lead-in with, 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 you know, Russia collusion. I, I don't buy that one. I mean, I think the president is right to say that the Russia collusion thing, if what you're talking about is proof of a conspiracy. Uh, but I'm not. See, and well, I think it's an important yeah, distinction. But we went through this drill at the early stages of this thing. I and mean, people said, I kept trying to say early on 
the Democrats were all saying, well, we're going to be able to prove, we're going to show collusion out there. It was like, what's collusion? Collusion doesn't have any meaning. I agree. We, said, we, we agreed on that right. on this show early on. But, but you know, the, the, I think the president is right to say that the Russian collusion narrative was a hoax. All right, well, that's, so here's that's the distinction. not the same thing. Here's the distinction. Pre- Russian interference was a hoax. No, I agree. We're, 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 I'm not going back. We're, we're in agreement He's on that. He's conflating those two things. However, here's what I think the separation is. I didn't is hear pre- an answer to the question. Well, he's be- go ahead, answer the question. I mean, question. that is the question, right? right? I mean, that is the question. That, and Why are they ducking from interference? Because they see that as meaning I, that well, there I, was collusion? Yeah, because he's I, not talking about, you're not talking about collusion in your question. No. You're saying, no, whether it's collusion or conspiracy or not, that's a there was interference narrative. in the election. And if you're an American, you should care about interference in the, ne- in the next election. Right. And what should we do about that? Chris Ray, who is Republican and the current FBI director, has warned that there's going to be interference in the, ne- in the next election. Why aren't we doing something about that? I, I, don't, I never I think anybody ball, give it. I think the ball's in, in Congress's court with regard to that. Yeah, except so the I, Republicans I, I, won't I, move on anything. McConnell won't put anything on the floor about well, it. Well, okay. Republicans in the House don't but want it, to deal with it. And the president we, never talks about it, ever. Because of this insecurity you're talking about. That's right. the only link. Now, just yeah, this but, other- but that's, that's how Congress holds a president accountable. If you want in the future to deal with the issue about whether in the midst of a presidential campaign there are efforts by a foreign government to infiltrate a campaign or interfere with our elections, you can pass legislation that is directed against campaign officials and right. a candidate that can deal with that question. Right, in the House, and but that, they can't get in on well, the floor right. in the Senate. you got to start someplace. Start someplace. Right, but that's, that's not a law. But wait, well, let me just take right. on this you other point start for you. Someplace. Well, well, but let me ask you. Why don't we start with a statement from the president, right. an acknowledgement from the president, and leadership from the president? You're going to start someplace. Why don't we get the guy with the biggest megaphone knows how to use it to say, you know what, if anybody interferes in the election, they're in big trouble. He doesn't do it. He shies away from it. He doesn't lead on it, and it's because he has insecurity about the legitimacy of the prior yeah, that, election that, and, that, and that's, an, that's an excuse for not for, for Congress and particularly the Well, Democrats but look, it'd be and, nice and, if and leadership— the What's the excuse for the president? Yeah, it'd be nice if leadership started at the top. What well, excuse sure. does he have to ignore well, the president that can't Russia— the legislation. Guy, so, you know, there— well, no, but he, can't, he, but he doesn't have to congratulate Mr. Putin for what he did and play with it in person and embarrass us on the world stage in Helsinki, and right? And we're all—and and I think that's the appropriate question to be having. Okay. But the reason we're not having it is because we've spent five months now since the beginning well, no, of March. You guys, it's because the right runs away from it. But I want to talk All about right. something else, because okay. here's the distinction with the difference. Uh, I agree with Mr. Mueller. You didn't find proof of a criminal conspiracy. Fine. Collusion is behavior that is bad behavior. You reached out to the wrong people. You tried to access stolen goods. They didn't succeed, but they made the efforts and they lied about them. That's collusion. Uh, the, well, I, don't, but, I don't buy but that. The, I, I basically that's take, what's in the report. I, I and that's what Mr. Mueller I, said. I, I, basic, but, I basically take collusion as essentially a synonym for a conspiracy to commit a federal offense. Fine, but that's a which crime. Re, which re, but, no, but, but, yeah, but which... Re, which re, but why care about that word? But, but, I, the, the question to my mind is, well, was it honorable behavior? Yes. Was it honorable behavior to, to uh, willingly pro- accept... Prosecutors dirt. don't deal with whether it's No, but I'm talking about Congress honorable. now going forward. Okay. This is a talk show. Okay. We're not, I'm not a prosecutor anymore. You're not a prosecutor anymore. We're talking about what's good for the country. Right. And the question is, is it honorable behavior? And everyone always retreats by blaming Congress... Or by saying it's not collusion under a certain definition, or it's not conspiracy. If the question is, on a bipartisan basis, we want good things to happen in America, and we want to have good guidelines and roadmaps for how people should behave honorably in elections, then I really, really don't understand why it's so difficult for people on one side or the other to simply say, if a foreign government approaches you and purports to have dirt on the opponent, you go to the FBI. Preet, that's a legitimate uh, debate to have. Unfortunately, we're not having it. Well, and the we reason can have it right now. And yeah. the reason we're not having it is, it? is because what's on the menu 
is the question about whether or not there's going to be an impeachment proceeding, which it seems after what happened today. But one should the, not the answer, defeat the other, well, Robert. It, you shouldn't ignore fine. Russian interference because you think it may hurt you in but an impeachment it, but proceeding. It, but if you're the president and you're sitting here watching all of this and you've been subjected to an impeachment discussion basically since the day you took office and efforts to undermine the, the results of the election and your mandate as president of the United States, I think you might be a little bit skeptical, too, to approach this subject. Would you when, deny Russian when, interference when, if when, you were in his situation? You, you would be reluctant to address this subject because it's an effort to derail your presidency. Which no, is, but that's which, how he which, sees which, it. Well, and I think there's merit to it. That's what I'm, I'm telling you. That's the way I see it. You, I, I think there's merit to the fact that no president should have been subjected to this, particularly given how, and we'll, we'll find out, at the end of the story, when the inspector general's report finally makes its way to the to the public domain and whatever follows on from that. But, you know, no president should have should have had to endure. Well, what, no what, president what, what, should what, what, have lied the way he did. Well, no president should have allowed the people around him to do what they did. So there's a lot of shouldn't haves. But let me ask you this in terms of should haves. Should Congress start an impeachment inquiry or should they leave this to the election, the hustings and the voters? Look. I'm going to take a page from my from my colleague's uh, playbook. That, that is up to Congress. The way I look at it is, from a, as, a, as a former prosecutor, is you figure out whether or not you believe that there's evidence that suffices to show high crime or misdemeanor. The way I have looked at the Mueller report, and in particular, volume two that relates to obstruction, and based on the testimony today as well, that a good and conscientious member of Congress could easily determine that there has been conduct that constitutes an impeachable offense. And we have a lot of discussion about the politics of it. And Nancy Pelosi is trying to go slow on this. And I get that. And the reason for the political uh, reticence about it is because people are making a judgment based on politics that it would backfire. It would help the president get reelected. And I get that. But that's speculative. And where I come from, uh, and you can have a difference of opinion about whether or not it reaches the threshold or not. But if, you, if you're a member of Congress and you believe that there is evidence sufficient uh, mm-hmm to go forward with impeachment. And it seems to me that's the way you should vote and not deal in the speculative nature of, you know, guessing about how that will, you know, affect the election in the future. You know, the interesting thing is, I'll tell you, and we'll leave it on this. Well, a very, very famous politician once said that in these matters, public sentiment is everything. And he was a politician first. Uh, I also think that that view reflects ultimately what's in the best interest of the country. That politician was Abraham Lincoln. Right. So, you know, I, I'd be careful about decrying public sentiment as a as a substitute for, you know, quote unquote, doing the right thing. I mean, ultimately, well, my you view- take an oath, you take an oath well, to uphold the Constitution, not if the president people like what I do. Right. That's the burden of leadership. Sure. And Congress and president are in the but, same position. But right now. A, how do they fulfill that, the role? And public sentiment a, is fickle. But it's and a on Monday. They can think one thing. And depending on how you right. conduct yourselves on Wednesday, they can think something different. It can go in both directions. Support public sentiment can go up in favor of, of impeachment. It can go down and to, to stick a finger in the air and just take the temperature or, or see where the wind is blowing on, that, at one particular hour. That's not the one that, particular day is not the way you go about it. I don't that's think. not my view is, you know, that's not really what you do. I mean, I think that, of course, the best interest of the country is a judgment about whether or not what you're doing uh, ultimately is in the country's best interest. Right. I think you make a nuanced judgment about whether or not you really think that there are high crimes and misdemeanors as a result of an obstruction in which no justice was obstructed by the president. And I think you, you, you look carefully at what uh, the, the Mueller report said 
and, it, you know, a thousand former prosecutors dancing on the head of, the pin, of a pin saying, you know, if, if he weren't the president, we'd have this view about whether or not this is obstruction, in my view, is not the way you go about making a, a very nuanced judgment about how you deal with presidential conduct. I, I hear it, but here's the good news. If this president wanted to make a smart play, you know what he'd say? Protect the election. I'm for it. I want to push the right to work with Congress. Let's get some laws done to make sure that we're safe and get it done. I don't want Russia to do this again. That would actually drive sentiment down. Yeah, that would be the strongest move. For Let's see if he does it. Well, and hey. I, think, I think the other half of that, though, is for the Congress ultimately to decide that this is over and that this is done, and then let's get on with the people's business. Let me, I think that, let me, I mean, the president said, I'm willing on. to have that discussion Listen. once you stop trying to, you know, right. go down the Robert, impeachment road. I love the filibuster. There I love go. it so much, I want to tell you something. <laughs> this is too helpful with what we're dealing with right now. Do me a favor. Stay through the commercial. Let's take a break. When we come back, we have to find where the avenue is to progress. Because here's where we are right now. Two brilliant men. Russian interference, bad. We have to stop it. But then all of a sudden, once it becomes in calculus with this president, everything changes about what we should do. Unacceptable. Let's try to find a way through it. Nobody said it was easy. Well, it's not. It's hard. So let's get through it. Together, we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, we'll talk about what was laid out today. It's no longer about the facts. It's about what you want to do about the facts. We've got two great minds who understand the work of business, of politics, and of law. Where do we go? Let's get after it. All right, look, sometimes you got to do what matters in the moment. I have Preet Bharara, I have Robert Ray, brilliant minds who understand the subtleties of the situation. We got to find a way forward. So we've been talking about this sticking point of how Russian interference is a clear thing to act on, create rules uh, to make it uh, less dangerous the next time until it becomes part of the calculus of what holding this president to account looks like. So to continue the conversation, the Democrats now, Nancy Pelosi says today was a threshold cross. What threshold was crossed today? What do you think has to happen next, Preet? Well, if we're talking about Russian interference, as we were talking about in the first segment, the threshold was crossed a long time ago. And, and by the way, just, you know, people get caught up in whatever the current controversy is. And they mm-hmm. think, well, the thing that we're worried about now, we always, always fight in the last war, is Russia will interfere on the side of Donald Trump like it did in 2016. And if you decide, well, that's not something we want to talk about because the president has a fragile ego or for some other reason, think about what's going to happen in 2024. What goes around comes around. It could be the case that in some future election, there's a Democratic candidate for president that some other country thinks would be better for that country's relationships. Mm -hmm. And then you have an entire party who's been on the wrong side because they're supporting a particular president at a particular time in a particular controversy. So if we're continuing to talk about Russian interference, I think the threshold was crossed a long time ago. Right, but it's also not Russia, j- just Russia, Russia, China, uh, North Korea. And look, if you want to play it smart, you know it's effective, Robert. Look what it's doing to us. Mm-hmm. I would pick one of the people on the left and start promoting their campaign in bogus ways. That seems very obvious to everybody, seed even more discontent. But here's the problem. How do we get the president, the Republicans, basically the same as we saw today, and the Democrats on the same page of what to do on this. I mean, Even simple rules like if you're running a campaign and somebody from a foreign state act or anything, you immediately, report something report as simple as that. Reported to the FBI. Look, I, even that may be too difficult to imagine being accomplished before the 2020 election. I, I, I mean, I don't, I'm not a political operative, but I sense that politically what is feasible is that it's going to require an intervening election and a mandate in order to accomplish that. So that, 
you know, if President Trump is reelected, I think he's got the ability at that point, you know, once we sort of move past what happened in the first term where he's basically been under investigation the entire time. Or alternatively, if a Democrat is elected to the White House, there's a mandate Although for that I've kind got, of change. Maybe. I've got a slightly different point of view. And, and going, going along with what Chris was saying about how it might be helpful to the president, suppose there's another election and Donald Trump has been silent on this issue because he thinks it doesn't you know, help him and it undermines the legitimacy of the last election. And now suppose, as will likely be true, that there will be some stories and allegations, some proven, some not proven, that Russia or some other country will be interfering on behalf of the president. And let's say then the president does win again, Right. Not something I want, but he does win again. And if the thing he cares about is the legitimacy of his next election, having worried about the legitimacy of the first election. He's setting himself up for disappointment. Setting himself up for people. And maybe not, it doesn't matter because he'll be a lame duck. But if he had, is, is vocally um, and, and, and stridently against this kind of attack on American democracy, and then he wins, he'll be able to say, I didn't want it. I didn't ask for it, yeah. and it's I don't a, think it's true. It, it's a, it's, it's a, in his benefit. It's a fair point, but I, I don't think that's going to Right, but also, the only thing I quibble with you, uh, Robert, and as you know, you know, with both of you guys, I take your counsel very often. I listen to you in other places. I invite you on here to make my audience smarter about these things in terms of perspective. The idea that you feel that you're under siege in politics should not change the rules of how you fight back. The problem we're in right now is that the president attacks any institution, person, or precept that he thinks is in his way at the time. That's really dangerous because look where we are today in that press conference. He wants to take a victory lap. Take it. He wants to make Mueller a sum total of a performance like it's a reality show. Go ahead. But Chris, but it's human. Everything's I mean, fake it's unless human. he likes go, go, it. Go back to George W. Bush. Who you has ever been like you, him? You, you don't think that George W. Bush suffered under the, the, the reality of the fact that the Democrats were essentially saying that it was a stolen election by the Supreme Court of the United States. But he didn't call all media liars and fake and all Democrats fake and in cahoots with the worst things and that the FBI had been subverted by a deep state. That makes it very difficult to govern. And the president, I think instinctively, this president understands that attacks on him that get to the question of undermining the legitimacy of his election where it was an electoral college victory, but not a popular vote victory. You know, that that's that's a political reality. We right, but Robert, are you a little so, afraid so. as a guy who holds himself out as an integrity guy, a guy who gets invited on the show because you're an integrity guy? You're not going to really defend lying and calling everything that the media does fake and everything the Democrats do fake and subversive just because you feel that you're under siege. No, uh, agreed. Like, I, you know, I have I have been critical. Because that's the problem where, for where, people where, on the right. Where, you know what where, I mean? Is that everything probably, he says is OK? I am not prepared to say that every single thing under the sun is a hoax. OK, I've tried to call them as I have seen them to be fair. Mm. I, I have said things with regard to the conduct of the investigation where I didn't think things were fair. Understood. Uh, and that the, when I thought the president was right, I said so. One of the areas of which was I had no problem with the 448-page report except for one sentence. I do not think it was wise for the special counsel after he did what he did and said what he said to get into this whole exoneration question. Yeah, great. Preet's and never I, used that I, word and before, I, and, and I, he I, said it on this show. He said that I, that's not what a prosecutor does. And I think that, yeah. I mean, I just, like, we All right, I gotta leave instinctively it there. that that's not what prosecutors should be doing. I got to leave it there, but I'll tell you what. I appreciate the context and the subtlety. I think a lot of this stuff is hard. It is and hard. it's not going to be obvious going forward. But, but some is easy. There's certain basic parameters and, and, and guidelines about how to deal with the foreign interests yes. as a nation, whether you're Democrat, Republican, or independent. I, and I, I think you're right about that, too. I mean, I think that's right. What the solution right. is, is pretty visible. How to get to it 
is what is so cloudy right now because of the division. But you know what? Yes, when we yeah, have great yeah, minds like yeah. you guys talking good about just, it. Good to see you. I appreciate it. Hey, I'll take it. I'll take it every night because we need more of this. Good minds, disagreement with decency. What's the way forward? All right. So let's talk forward. Speaker Pelosi. That sounds like it's got import to it. The words we crossed the threshold today. What does it mean? The only way forward is an impeachment inquiry. If they believe what they keep saying they believe, that's what the Constitution tells them to do. They're going to do it or not. A message to those demanding action next. Look, you got to keep pounding on interference because not enough people are getting the message. The former special counsel offered his strongest words today about Russia's election interference. No, it wasn't a single attempt. Uh, They're doing it as we sit here. And they expect to do it uh, 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 during the the next campaign. Now, here's the problem. You know why it was so easy for him? Because it's not harnessed to an agenda for him. Let's bring in our Intel insiders tonight. Got a great panel for you. All right. Uh, It's great to have Asha Rangappa, worked at the FBI, understand how these investigations work, help us so much. Michael Lizakoff, one of the best investigative reporters uh, that we have. And Phil Mudd, a cousin who I don't like to claim. No, worked with the FBI, worked with the CIA, understand these things. Let's deal with what's obvious. You see Robert Ray and Preet Bharara, very bright guys coming from different places completely on the president. But they joined here until what, Asha? Well, I understand why the president won't deal with Russian interference because it's being used as a proxy for his illegitimacy so he won't touch it. And we saw that reverberate through the right today. How do you get past that to deal with an obvious, clear and imminent threat? Yeah, I think we have to get back to first principles. Two of the main issues that the framers of the Constitution were worried about were self-dealing and foreign influence. This permeates the text of the Constitution, the Federalist Papers. This is why there's a prohibition against bribery as an impeachable offense, um, the Emoluments Clause. And I think the way that we need to approach it is through a veil of ignorance, to use John Rawls, right? Like, if, if you look at this behavior and you didn't know what party that person belonged to, do you believe that it would be wrong? And... I think most people, I would hope, would say yes. Mm. It's it's to get away from that attachment to the partisan affiliation um, and to detach it and look at it going forward. So John Rawls for Asha, Lou Rawls for you, Phil, you'll never find another love like mine. When you get loved up by a foreign entity, there should be a simple rule. you No, listen, (laughs) we'll we'll talk about that off camera. When you get loved up by a foreign entity, there should be a reporting requirement. There should be. And I got to tell you, I saw the debate on this. I don't get it. This is not that when I was in government, let me give you the reporting requirement. If I meet with you, Chris Cuomo, and you're a representative of the Russians, if you gave me it back when I was in this is I'm not making this up. This is a fact. When I was in, if you gave me something worth more than two hundred dollars, not a pen, not a piece of paper, something worth more than two hundred dollars, I had to report it. Pretty simple. If you told the political campaign, if you get anything of value, you can talk to somebody on the margins of, uh, of an election campaign. Someone from the British embassy comes up and says, how's it going? But if you get something of value, including information related, for example, to how they're going to collect information in Pennsylvania, you've got to report. It's not that hard. We had to do it. But Mike's thinking about it. and He's not completely sold. Why? Yeah, well, it's not clear that the Trump campaign was ever offered that 
specific information. Oh, but they, they were. were. They the were. Idea. Yeah. No, no, no. It is an analysis, though. Me. Mike's look, right. Look, look. It, they were. A thing yeah, of there's value the Trump Tower meeting where they were told they could get um, information straight from Kremlin files, right. right? And what does Don Jr. say? If it's what you say, I love it. No question. But. The evidence in the report is they had the meeting and that information was not offered. So, you know, if so it's, I'm sorry, you know, Michael, so if That's I decide if, if I'm insider I'm not, trading I'm and somebody defending. says, hey, I'm going to give you information right. about something that's going to go public in two days yeah. and. I'm like, yeah, let's get in this. And I mean, that's still a conspiracy. If we move towards that, even if it doesn't come You'd to fruition, you'd have to show the actions. It yeah, it, it doesn't come to fruition. It's wrong. still wrong. It was unquestionably improper. Mm. Um, but can you make a criminal case that something of value changed hands? You may not be able to make hands? a criminal case. Well, His question what, was, but that's what Mueller was doing. Mueller was the special prosecutor to investigate crimes, right? And he, as the prosecutor, he concluded he could not make a criminal case out of that meeting or any of the other contacts. Look, multiple I'll, contacts I'll tell you, if you want to criticize them, though, not you, but if one yeah. wants to criticize the Mueller. No, none of this is defending anything that the Trump campaign did. No, I'm with they you. They clearly were Mike, out of balance. They're attacking you, not me. Okay. What I'm saying is <laughs> this. Right. If All people right. want to All criticize right. the Mueller probe, here's the clear avenue. That ab initio, from the beginning, it was flawed because we were all told that he's going to look into potential criminal behavior surrounding Russian interference and anything to do with anyone in the campaign, except the president, because he went into it and put it on page one of part two of his report. I'm not allowed to prosecute the president. But everybody was expecting that. That was the flaw ab initio that should have been explained to the American people, that you will not hear any mention from Mr. Mueller that this president's going to be prosecuted about anything. I think it would have changed the balance of power where we are. So that takes me going forward. Where is progress? Quick, quickly from each of you. What do you think the Democrats should do next? I think at this point it's about duty. I mean, I'm not a political analyst. I'm about the rule of law. And I think that oh, but you're smart. You work at the FBI. You're a law professor. What do you think they should do? I think they need to begin an impeachment inquiry. I mean, this has, you know, if, if you are looking at this from an investigative point of view, um, there is more than enough reasonable suspicion. But you can't finish the job. To it will not impeach this matter. president. You know, the FBI every day gets leads where they don't know if it's going to result in a but successful prosecution. But you know now it won't result in a successful prosecution. You know, you don't know the future. I mean, we think that, but there are factors that unfold as things go on. And frankly, it will drive the president nuts. Like, he might have some Colonel Jessup moment where he confesses everything on national television. But that's like, not necessarily you know the, I mean? best, the best reason to do it. But right. I'm saying that we don't know the outcome. All right, I got we you. do it for what is the right right now. Phil Mudd. Two words. They should shut up. They might see some indication of wrongdoing. A, as you're suggesting, they will never reach the end of this in 15 months. And B, it's going to divide America. So if you can't reach a conclusion and if it's bad for the country, regardless of whether you see some evidence of wrongdoing, do you think that you should pursue this? I'd say, A, for for reasons of America, shut up. And B, I'm not a politician. But if you think Americans are going to say, I'm going to watch this show paint drying for another 15 months. If I, you know, I watch this myself and I'd say, leave me alone. Find something else like health care to worry about. Mike is a call. I, I do not think the needle moved at all today. I thought Mueller's performance was uninspired. He was clipped. He was confused at times. He did not persuade anybody. And ultimately, this was about persuasion. That's the reason they had him. They had no other witnesses. They could not bring the White House 
you know, say what you will, they've outmaneuvered the Democrats in the Hill because they blocked them from having any of the key fact witnesses who could actually move the needle. I don't want to hear from Robert Mueller. I want to hear from Don McGahn, who was in the room. Yeah, then you're going to hear from what who right. heard what Trump said. All right, let me and leave it responded. there. Let me leave Mueller. it there. I hope that there is not another chapter of this is where it will all be made manifest. But <laughs> Asha, Phil, Mike. Thank you for putting your heads together on this situation. It's an important night. Happy to share it with you. All right. Some of the lawmakers who grilled Robert Mueller today may have acted like the president's lawyers, but they aren't. But I have one. Jay Sekulow is here. What does he see as any exposure for this president? What does he have on Russian interference and the president's resistance to it? Can't get closer to the source than that. Next. Big night, big guest. One of the president's attorneys, Jay Sekulow, is here. It's good to have you. Welcome back. Thank you, Chris. Always good to be with you. Shocker for you. We'll do this light and tight tonight. I accept the premise, case closed. I don't see another chapter in this. We'll see what happens politically. Help me with this. The president's continued denial of Russian interference. Why is it now the time to say, case closed, Let's jump on this election protection. Look, Russian uh, interference is real. Let's stop it next time. I I don't think the the president's saying that he's not concerned about foreign interference in our elections. This has been a problem that goes way beyond this administration. This started before President Obama. This has been a constant. I mean, I think we could probably trace a lot of this back to the 60s. But it's It's very real now. I think the president either ignores it. No, or mocks it on the world stage with the person who perpetrated it. Look, you know, when you, when you say mocks it, here's, here's the situation. This president has been under attack for two and a half years, nonstop, where people on this network and others have said he was an agent for the Russian government. Now, of course, Bob Mueller denied that today because obviously it wasn't true. Did he what, take an oath to protect the Constitution or himself? No, the Constitution. So you ignore States. next to the guy who's electing, who's uh, interfering in your election, what he's done? No, he, I, I, think, I think that's just drastic overstatement. This was a president, as I said, that was under attack. I think the reality of what we have to look at is what did the message, what was the message today? Even on the Russian interference issue, when it came to the issue of the president's involvement or the people involved in the campaign's involvement, was there a crime? No. No. Was there collusion? Yes. No, because he said Bob Mueller had to confess today. Page 180 of his report said what? Collusion. And conspiracy, we view it as the same thing. For the right, but at the, front, on the, at the front of the report, they said, we didn't really look at collusion because it's really behavior. It means nothing in law. And what I'm saying is guys trying to get yeah. their hands on stolen emails, guys trying to make contacts that can get them information through Russian bad sources, those are wrong things to do. They're not crimes. You don't call Jay Sekulow. No. But they're wrong, and look, they shouldn't be lied I about, think, and both of those things happen. I think interference in campaigns is wrong, period. By whatever government is doing it or whatever entities are doing it. That was not what this became about. This was was the president involved with the Russians. Fine. And that, but why deny the interference as a way of defending not, yourself not, against implication? It's not that he's denying the interference. He's done exactly that, Jay, uh, but, and you, you know, know it. Bob Mueller said today that he, couldn't, he could not say that a vote was switched. And you and I both know no votes were switched. Doesn't mean there wasn't Russian interference? No, I think Russian interference, I've said this from the outset, I think Russian interference has been around Going way back in our history. Yeah, but it's worse here now. So when and it's Obama getting worse, and now they know it works. When, when President Obama had the opportunity to do something, he did about nothing, it. and it was a mistake. He did nothing. He told the president of Russia after the election, "I have more flexibility." Tell Vladimir, no. and that he said to Medvedev, he had more flexibility. Okay. It was a context of a different discussion, not about Russian interference. About he didn't what? know what to what do. What was it about? He didn't know. You remember what, what it was about? It's, I do, but it's irrelevant to this no, conversation. No, it's very relevant. No, it was he, our policies. Yeah, but I have more flexibility. Look, but with but our if you want to go down that road, yeah. then this president has done the most obnoxious no. things we've ever seen in that regard. No, I'm He's say, given forgiveness to Putin on the world stage. He took his own staffers into the Oval Office and gave them confidential information. So let's not. 
not make that the battleground. I, I, okay. I'm saying let's deal with making ourselves going better going I think, forward. I don't think there's anybody that does that wants to see foreign interference in our campaign, especially the Him. president. No. So what you do is you put policies and procedures in place because this administration has been tougher on this than the previous. You have to acknowledge Why that. would Republicans get on board with that when they know the boss says it didn't happen? No. What the president is saying did not happen was what he was being accused of. That's what the president said. And That's Russian interference. The- Vladimir Putin says he didn't do it. And I don't know any reason oh, that he would okay. have done Here, it. Here's the situation. You're on the world. If you were the president of the United States and you're on the world stage next to Vladimir Putin, better than what the president said, than whispering into the president of Russia, I've got more flexibility. All, I'm not well, going to get off well, that. That is a serious Well, you're not going to get off it because it's a whataboutism duck well, to I what think, I'm asking I think, you. I think this is part of the problem. We're dealing with a global political situation. And there, you know what? When you're dealing with a global political stage, which you and I don't, there's a lot of factors at play. Jay. I love you. You know that, I right? Know that. I've liked going through this process yeah. with yeah. you. You're a fair broker. Yeah. A president, you want to get upset about Obama whispering something to Medvedev, you know, which was not about them messing with our election. But you're not upset that this president stood next to the man who was interfering with us and said, I don't think you did it. He said he said he didn't do it. And I don't know why he would have. I okay. don't think he's lying, which do means my think- intel people are lying. No. That is, see, I think this is taking the whole thing out of context. The president of the United States was being accused by a special counsel of being an agent, basically, for the Russian government. They were investigating it. Yeah. Well, what did that investigation show? Nothing. And well, it didn't I, show nothing. It showed well, nothing no on behalf proof of, the of a criminal conspiracy well, what were to they, interfere well, in the election. You, you appoint a special counsel. This was the whole thing when he, he, mm-hmm. he did the, the playback of the but for the OLC opinion, we yeah. would have done something. But then, well, that's not really what the standard was. You know what you saw today? And you, it was you the all, standard, which is why he didn't now, consider you, prosecution of the president. Let me tell you the truth about that. Please. Break you some news here. I'd love it. OK. Bob Mueller testified today, and I'm not no one's accusing of lying, testified today that from the outset, this was the, they knew what the OLC opinion yes. was and they were bound by it. I will tell you that's not the truth. How so? Because I have letters in my file when we were negotiating this where he, they did not until he was May of last year, maybe it was April of last year, acknowledge that the OLC policy. Well, had you been bringing so they, it up and they denied it? Yes. So you're saying that Bob Mueller changed his position on I'm the I'm saying OLC. Bob Mueller when we first met will you give us was, the letters? was not. Of course not. Can I see the letters? No. Will you read them to me? Over would, I, would, would I ask you for your letters? Yeah. We've had this conversation, too. And I don't do that to you. Listen, this is you. what I'm saying. No. You're not, accusing, I'm not, I'm not you're accusing, accusing Mueller of no. being a bad actor. No, I'm or, not. Or in bad I faith. Want, I don't, no, I think he didn't. I think it was very clear today, as your network said a hundred times, he did not have a command of the facts. I don't think he was. What lead prosecutor knows everything of the case that they're did doing on a team this size? He knew a lot of it. He didn't want to go outside the confines of it. Don't play that game. Oh, the president, that's the president's game. Chris. It's a performance. Chris. He didn't Chris. have good material. His performance wasn't. He didn't good. know who Fusion it's GPS not, was. It's not a reality. Yeah, I don't know show. who they are. He said I didn't, he didn't know Jenny Ray worked for the Clinton Foundation. I mean, well, you're not supposed to ask those questions. But his people, everybody knew, except the guy that's in charge. Here's what I'm saying. I'm not. I, I don't think it's right. To, and I heard people on your network. You want to do what about ism? So that no, no, no. That, that ignorance hurts no. you. The president stands in front of a group of kids and says, "Article two says I can do whatever I want." That doesn't bother you. No, if Obama he, said article, that, you'd be going crazy. No, Article two says, "As the president, I have certain authority." Yeah. You know, by it the way, said he can do anything. Is what he, he said. It was in a context. Here, <laughs> look, listen to this. In a context hold, hold of it. what? Now, Chris. What did Bob Mueller say today? Could the president, did he have the authority to fire Jim Comey for whatever reason he want? What was his answer? No. Yes. No. no. He said he yes. Said, and then he Play said, the no, table. it depends no, on the that thing. No, that was him. That was asked to him. 
Is, could you fire James Comey for any reason? Yes. He does not. He goes on and he elaborates you know, and it depends what this, it's about. Let me ask you a question. Do you think the president of the United States has the authority to fire the FBI director for whatever reason he wants? For whatever reason he wants? Yes. No, because corrupt intent has to be taken into consideration. But, but, well, they, they tried that here. It didn't work out very well. well but it doesn't mean it's not the right question. But the president ask. could say, you don't think that John Kennedy could have fired James Comey? All right, enough. Or, enough. For, all right, we're right, we're right, back, right, we're back right, 50 years. Yeah. All I'm saying is this. Do you think we can get to a place now? And by the way, and yeah. I'll say it to all of you now, you've got to remember this. Jay Sekulow and this legal team did this president right. I know that's going to upset a lot of you, but they knew if they put him in the chair, there was going to be trouble. They kept him out of the chair, even though the, the uh, special counsel says some of the written answers uh, weren't that helpful. By the way, he never sent a letter but, to us saying that they were untruthful. But you kept, another you, thing I'll you, tell you. You kept him out of the chair. You yeah. did your job. But now I'm asking you to yeah. put on a different hat. Yeah. This is yeah. just John Q. Public hat. Yeah. Is it time for him to say Russian interference was real? Let's do something to stop it going forward now that the case against me should be over. Look, I think I'm, I'm not I can't speak for the president in the context of this. because As a right. citizen, as a citizen, I, w- I would say that any interference, including Russian interference or any other governments, because I don't think it's just the Russians. No, anyway, it's not that, that any interference in our elections has to be dealt with. And, and whether it's cybersecurity or, or whatever other security, that's not my area. All right. My area was to do what I did. Fine. I did my job. As Fine. But look, I, I like a little bit of light yeah. towards let's uh, deal with I the don't reality. Want interference in our Because you got left, right and reality. Now, one other thing. Yeah. Help me understand this. Yeah, as clever as you are. Yeah, go ahead. Here we go. If you have nothing to hide, you would yeah. have never hidden the taxes. Okay, you would have disclosed the taxes. The tax, what taxes? The, the president's taxes. taxes. Absolutely not. Hold on. I know why you don't want him to as his counsel, but I'm saying as president, if you have nothing to hide, you would put out your taxes. That's why candidates do put out their taxes, not because they well, have to, not because there's a rule, two, you got but there's no reason tax, not to. I'm a tax lawyer. By now you're you know. suing to say you're not kidding. You can't get the taxes because well, it violates at, my First Amendment rights. Well, you, well, you don't think it's political retaliation? I mean, no. look, well, look at the policy. Look at the law that was passed. They use 6103, which is again, I want to get in the weeds, which is actually a privacy statute that you're not supposed to get people's returns. When they were, use the word shall, as you'll point out, because yeah, shall law give, from like 1920 something. Yeah, you have to have a legitimate legislative purpose. We believe there isn't one. I think what New York did. But how is it a violation of the First Amendment? Well, because it's, if you have cohesive action or coordinated action that is because of political position, it's retaliation. That violates the First I'm a First Amendment lawyer. It violates the First Amendment. There's also, obviously, there's the separation of powers issues. But let me tell you something about the tax returns. Yeah. To, to end the mystery here. The president, and then people say, well, how, well, he's not under audit. I will tell you right here today, I know what the president is So show proof. Well, what do you want me to show? The audit letters? Yeah. Well, I don't have to do that, but the truth well, of the matter is... How but, can but, people I mean, believe you? Well, I'm not saying you have to, but why doesn't the IRS commissioner say, yeah, he is under audit? Here I the, don't know why. why that's up to the IRS commissioner. Normally, they don't discuss that. And why, why won't he just put them out? If he has nothing to hide, put them out. Because I'll give you my taxes. I don't, you, even, I don't you never want, want to vote from anybody. You want, you do want, I want them out? Want no, but I'm not asking for their vote. I'm okay. not asking for okay. them to make me is their there, leader. Is there a requirement in the United States Constitution that to run for president of the United no, States? No, but there's an ethical one. No, and it's, it's not supposed to be what you're forced to do. No, it's, it's going you know to be what you think is right and doing the right okay, thing by the Chris, American people. Chris, you and I are friends. Let's go through this. There's no requirement in the Constitution that a tax return has to be issued, number one. Number two. It's like the emoluments litigation, which hasn't worked out so well for the people. This is not that. about the emoluments But it's litigation. the same kind of issue. Why are they doing this? What is the purpose? Why is he doing this? No, it's pr- we're doing what? Not releasing his taxes. He's not obli- he's in the middle of an audit. It's not in a requirement of the Constitution. He doesn't. Nixon was under an audit. He put his taxes out. So what? Well, what? you're Mr. What about is yeah, about always yeah, finding but, another example. Now you don't no, like the example. No, no I, what I what I don't like is is if there's some constitutional requirement that you give your tax returns out. But why wouldn't he do it? Because he's in what the middle of What point is he making? Audit. 
And you're in the middle of it. Let me ask you a question. Yes. I was representing you. Yes. And, and you were in the middle of an audit and your contract was up for renewal with CNN, which I know they'll renew you. But do you think I would say, let's release his tax return? If I wanted CNN to be president of the United States, I'd say, Jay, I love you. you. You're okay. worth the money. Yeah. I may not pay you when you want to get paid, yeah. but let me release my taxes. Can I ask you people question? need to trust me. If CNN asked you for your tax returns, would you find it offensive? No. You would say, okay? I'd say, yeah, you've been paying me the money. What, do you so want to see what I'm doing with it? Yeah. yeah. What, you feel that, do you think that's okay? Yeah, really let alone as no, president yeah, of the United no. States. Jay, There's I'll no leave it there. Me too. I'll leave it there. All right, friend. To be continued. Yep. Well, hold on. It's Stevie. You can't walk off right I'm now. Not. It's not like it's a game show. I'm not going to know. Thank you very much. I appreciate Thank the candor, know. and I appreciate you working with us all along the yeah, way yeah. to help us My understand pleasure. the situation. To benefit to the audience. Thanks. All right. Closing argument. We know where we are-ish. What happens now, that's what it's all about. The argument next. Ish. Believe it because it's true. Russia did us dirty and they will do it again. And this president and his people did things that were wrong and lied about what they did. Okay, so now what? Two paths. What is the plan for the next election? Election protection. What is the message sent to the next president? Let's deal with the first one of election protection. I think it's more important. The best argument in the Mueller report and the most tortured testing by the right today was about interference. Take a listen. That was not a hoax. No, it wasn't a single attempt. Uh, they're doing it as we sit here. And they expect to do it uh, 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 during the, the next campaign. Now, that was asked by a congressman from Texas named Will Hurd. He's a Republican. And he was one of the only ones on the right to take this issue seriously. Too many seemed more concerned about faux threats from our own institutions than from institutional attacks by Russia. And they are wrong to do so. Stop playing politics with protecting our process. We all know that this president calls interference a hoax because he thinks it is bad for him. Leave that to him. Do your job, which is protecting the American people. The threat is real and it's being ignored for all the worst reasons. You took an oath to protect this country, not this president. Do your job. Let him deal with protecting himself. That's what he does best. Second, What to do about all the wrongdoing by this president and those around him. Now, this is more complicated because there are multiple outcomes. But be clear, people around this president tried to get more access to stolen information and to gain more advantage from Russian interference. Is that a crime? Apparently not. But felony or fine is not our standard for appropriate conduct, or at least it shouldn't be. Now, $40 million was recovered in this probe. Dozens of charges. People went to jail. There was a lot there. All right. This president arguably abused his power to protect his own interests and lied about it. Is that a crime? Mueller wasn't even allowed to consider that. If you think what almost all of them say, this president arguably abused power and tried to obstruct. That's what we keep hearing from the Democrats. If that's what they're going to say, if that's the talk, then they must walk the walk. Their duty is clear. Launch an impeachment inquiry. You don't investigate to see if you should investigate. You just do the inquiry. You see if there's basis for articles of impeachment. If so, so you give it to the Senate. That's your job. The job is not to do what they are doing now. We've crossed a threshold. We crossed it a long time ago, Speaker Pelosi. And she knows that. But what to do? All right. Mr. Mueller did not give them a tailwind today. He already said what he could say in the report. He said he couldn't charge POTUS. He then said this, quote, Congress has authority to prohibit a president's corrupt use of his authority in order to protect the integrity of the administration of justice. All right. 
He said what he needed to say in there. If Democrats don't want to go down that road, then get off the road and make this election about what we know and what voters want from their government and the Congress and their presidency. The president gave you all the ammunition you need today in his victory lap of all ironies. Exhibit A, flat out lies. No, he didn't say that. Could you charge the president with a crime after he left office? Yes. Exhibit B, the self-serving contradictions. It was a complete and total exoneration. He didn't have the right to exonerate. Be clear. Prosecutors decide prosecute or not prosecute. They're not in the business of finding someone innocent. They're not in the business of exoneration. So why did he use that word? It was a nod to the bind that Mueller was in. He couldn't prosecute because of the DOJ rules. So he was trying to explain his dilemma. I can't conclude that this president committed a crime, but I can't say he didn't. It was confusing. No question about it. However, the most powerful charge is that this president has made this entire situation all about staying in power. And to do that, he has laid waste to any institution, priority, or person who stands in the way. The Democrats lost so big today. Their party is in shambles right now. They are a mess because you're fake news. You're fake news and you're right at the top of the list also. That's why people don't deal with you because you're not an honest reporter. A very dumb and very unfair question. Now, That's who he is. That's who he is to the American people. Is that who they want? Well, they certainly wouldn't want it if there's something better. Make that case to the American people that he is wrong for this country. Make it to the voters and then be judged by them. That is the only closure that can satisfy. And that case can't begin soon enough because we all know that this country deserves better than what it has gotten thus far. Quality sleep is essential, and that's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. So you can choose what's right for you whenever you like. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature. Quiets their snores. Sleep Number does that. Sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on Sleep Number limited edition smart beds for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Now streaming exclusively on Max, a new CNN flash talk about the album that has Nashville talking, Call Me Country, Beyonce and Nashville's Renaissance. Watch it at max.com slash callmecountry. Max subscription required.